welcome to the Undercover Angel Podcast. Thanks for listening. Episode 26, Undercover Angel Podcast. Thanks for listening. So the last episode dealt with weed and good old weed. I was just reviewing it before I recorded this one, and it is true. Had I just stuck with weed and not decided to start buying bags <clears throat> from this from this this kid from the wrong side of the tracks, um, this whole ordeal may have been avoided. But you never know. You never know how life goes. It it very often just feels like destiny. Like this was all meant to be, like this was all part of some divine plan. It's kind of like, hence the title, Undercover Angel. I was waiting to return to God the whole time. More on that later. So there's a little bit on my my friend Andrew. There's a, a short little section on running into Andrew the, the, the Monday after I got stoned and being excited and elated. And if anyone's ever met me, you'll know I'm prone to being animated at times. And so I was in a really animated state, and I was so stoked. And I was just like, I'm smoking weed forever. I got stoned. It was amazing. I'm smoking weed forever. And he was just like, yeah, that's cool. I figure, why would you ever stop, right? And I was like, totally. This is like in the, at the bottom of the botanical gardens at Glumpard West. And there's like kids practicing sports in the background. The, the, the gym classes are happening in the background. And I'm just like, this is it. I am, I'm smoking weed from now on. And this is the fall of my junior year. And, and so then the next chapter, Life is a Stoner, it's kind of like all of a sudden being stoned was all that mattered. So I would be at a party all of a sudden, all of a sudden I'm at parties and I'm sniffing around for the weed. And then there were just these, <laughs> these epic weed parties, just these parties where like the cool stoner guy would roll up just a massive blunt, like a huge, huge joint. This is, I think, even before blunts, before we were even smoking the, like the Phillies blunts, just gigantic joints, just huge joints with like an eighth of crappy Mexican brickweed in them. And just getting totally blasted at these parties. There was one in particular that I will never forget where I felt like I was falling through the floor. And, you know, in the early days of smoking weed, it's like you're in another dimension. It's, it's flipping crazy. And so there was this honeymoon period with, with weed. And, and it, was, it was a really, it was honestly a really amazing time because it was still kind of, innocent. There was an innocence about it. And I would get home and I hadn't been drinking, so I didn't have to worry about whether I smelled like alcohol or not. And I could play it off and go to the fridge and get some food. And my mom would be on the couch and I'd be able to chat with her a little bit. And my behavior hadn't started to change yet. So my overall behavior, because what happens when you start doing drugs is eventually your, your personality changes. And this was before my personality had changed. And, and that's sort of the key component here. Drugs will change, or this is a key point, drugs will change your personality. 
And the people that dabble in drugs, there are people that are able to do drugs and their personalities don't change. Now, had I been smart and figured out how to not get caught smoking weed, not to smell like weed, not to keep weed like stashed under my bed in a lockbox that was, it was very obvious what was in the lockbox, right? This is kind of down the road after I started buying bags and whatnot. My, my personality had changed. And so it's as if the, my entire aura shifted. So all of a sudden I'm like this stoner kid. I was like this kind of like dorky sort of ex skater kid. And now I'm like a stoner kid and I'm looking to wear raggedy clothes and whatnot right? Raggedy clothes and like my dad's old army jacket. And so it's very obvious. And you think your parents are stupid, but your parents have, your parents have known you since day one. So it's not like they are not going to notice that. So as I say in the, in this chapter on life as a stoner, like old dead people started to make sense through their music. So all of a sudden, like the doors matter, all of a sudden, Jimi Hendrix makes a lot more sense to me. All of a sudden, the Grateful Dead are like this different thing. This is before I saw them. But everything started to change. My personality started to change. Now, if you recall, I was a emotionally volatile, hypersensitive kid with emotional problems. And you think, you, 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 I'm way too young to comprehend the fact that there's a relationship with these these drugs or this weed I'm starting to smoke and all of that mental baggage. And I'm certainly not realizing <clears throat> that all of that emotional baggage is becoming vastly more complicated. Incredibly twisted. Now, at the time, I'm also um, like dealing with adolescent urges and this sex drive and girls looking different from how they had looked and really being something, you know, like objects of desire in a lot of ways. And so that's like mixed in with this crazy adolescent experience and people are having sex and I'm not. That's a thing that's like really weighing on me. And so it's all kind of smashed together. And now it's got weed as part of all of this. And one day, I want to say it was, you know, it was December probably of my junior year. I called a friend who knew a guy and they came over and I bought my first bag. And how that went was I went out on Friday night, smoked a little weed, got really crazy high, went out Saturday night, smoked a little weed, got crazy high. And then it's Sunday night. And I've got all this weed left. And it's like, hmm, I bet I could smoke some weed. Why don't I? Now, right there, there was a choice point. I did not have to smoke the weed on Sunday night. So all of a sudden, I'm like smoking weed in my basement like an idiot, like thinking I'm going to get away with it. And, and that was a choice point. So that could have been avoided. I could have not smoked the weed on Sunday night, waited till the next weekend, and maybe, again, this entire ordeal could have been avoided. But then eventually I would have went to college and then you can smoke as much weed as you want and the problems would have perhaps arisen then. 
But um, this was a this was a very strange and peculiar time in my life, and I of course it, it's all happening in so many ways unbeknownst to, to me. So that's a little bit on my buddy Andrew. Andrew M., who showed up on the scene and who I started partaking with, and then some of the other characters as well, um, Jeremiah in particular. So thanks for listening. I'm going to end the chapter on end the episode on weed, and I was going to combine this with the next chapter, but the next chapter is, is LSD, and that's a, that's a whole other thing. So um, stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Undercover Angel Podcast. Bye-bye.